0: With Daf Memches, number 48, and today is number 49. We'll do a review of yesterday's Tav We have a mind for for Adas and all else who need. And uh, we're starting a review at the Mishnah, at the bottom of Memsai, Namibayz. Mishnah is talking about where a person is imposing a herem. um He's declaring a herem. That all his stuff is prohibited to his friend, um, and uh, that's making the friend now prohibited to benefit in any which way from himself. And he's uh, makes another statement: atalai. So you're on me. So it's both directions. So chirim. Uh, so the rule. Is, so if he just says one way, then the asr if He says the other way, then no there, the one who made the vow is asr but if he said both, then they're both going to be prohibited. So even though he was only one person making the vow, but he's making it in both directions, and now they're both prohibited to benefit from each other. Now, uh, that being said, they all can still use things that are, are, uh, that are, that are connected to the olive that's not attached to them as an individual. But they are all prohib- prohibited to benefit from things that are related to the city. What are the ole Babel things? Temple Mount. Um, We're over here. Memches today. Number forty-eight. Um, the Temple Mount, the courtyards, the wells that are in the middle of the road for the people who are coming up to Jerusalem on before the holiday. And the things that are related to the city is the roads, the bathhouses, the synagogues, and the bima and sifrit Torah, all those things qualify as that. Um, uh, Somebody who writes um, their portion over to the nasi, um, so he gives it as a... uh, uh, you know, so then that would preclude it from you know that would basically be the way to solve this prohibition. And you don't need to write it to the Nazi, you just need to write off your rights to the central things that belong to the city to anyone else, and that would also work. Um what's the difference? So first we said that uh the the difference is is that um is that by, to a Nasi you don't need to be Zocha to the Nasi but for a you would need a, a, to be Zoha but the Chabon say it doesn't matter in both of them you need to be Zohche, Um that somebody has to like pick it up on their behalf so you, or do something to acquire these things on their behalf um, but the only reason why they use Nasi as an example is because that's the normal example and then the said that the people in the Galil in the north being that they are uh, argumentative types so uh, they just right away wrote off all the public property stuff to the one leader of the com- community, whatever, belongs to the mayor of the city, and nobody else has any rights to it. And this way, um, even if they prohibit, uh their stuff to each other, it doesn't affect the things that are jointly owned, like the synagogue and stuff like that. So they can all- both go to shul. Follow <coughs> it. Following? <coughs> What is the topic? The topic is prohibiting things from yourself. Making a vow that you cannot benefit from me and I can't benefit from you. I make mm-hmm. such a vow. And then you can't come to shul because I'm a partial owner, so to speak, of the shul. And I can't come to shul because you're a partial owner of this shul. We're all members, you understand? So you can't go to shul. That's a problem. So what the solution is, is that I give the, my rights over to the... President of the shul or whatever, and now it's his. It's not mine anymore. So I can go. Then we can both go to shul. You follow? Yeah. That's the that's the issad. Okay. Don't so the question a, is. Don't pay a membership you can go. <laughs> Stop it. No, in those days it wasn't. There was no <laughs> membership. It was just everyone. Everyone had a share in it. So the question is. Um, With the Gemara was first trying to understand what does it mean to write it over to the Nazis who explained that it means that that's the way to fix up the problem, so that they can use the public things like the bathhouse, and the synagogue, etc., the road. Okay. Um, and uh, then we saw also that the people of the, the Galil the, because they were particularly like I said, they were argumentative so they used to always make um, vows of benefit prohibiting each other to benefit from each other so um, the, their fathers decided to just write off their share to the Nasi so that it they, the, the avoids this problem next we saw in the next Mishnah somebody makes a vow that his friend can't benefit from him um, but he can't eat <coughs> and you want to make sure that he can eat. So uh, you can give it to a second, to another person, as a gift, and that person can now do it as he pleases, and he can give it to this person to eat. Because I can benefit him. That was what the Ba'a was. So now I'm not benefiting him, I'm giving it to somebody else who will benefit him. And that's okay. <clears throat> Problem is, if he doesn't really mean it. And that's what he brought down. There was a story in Beis Choron, that the man's father had a vow not to benefit from the man, from his son. And, um, and uh, he was marrying off his son and he really wanted his dad to be there at the wedding. So he gave all his property from the wedding over to a friend saying that it's yours so that my father could be able to come and eat with us in, in the meal. And he said, oh, it's mine? Then I'm going to make it all hegdish. And it's like, what do you mean? I didn't give it to you to make it Hegdash. I gave it to you so my father could come so so he says well, i know what you're trying to do you're trying to basically you know, reconcile with your father and that he's going to enjoy a nice meal with together with you and then you're gonna my, my i'm gonna be the one who's the sinner because i'm the cause of your actually transgression because you really don't even want it to be mine at all it's just a fake out and that's why the Chacham came to the conclusion is that if it the gift isn't Uh, in such a way that if he was makdish, that it will become agdish, then it wasn't really a gift at all. So in other words, that's like actually the litmus test to see if it's truly a gift. So the problem is is that we seem to have contradicted ourselves. At the beginning of the Mishnah, we said that that's what you do. You give to somebody else to give to him. And here he's saying that you can't do that. So the answer is, you're right. It depends. If the end proves the beginning, then he doesn't really mean it. And that's the story with Beis Choron. Um, So Rava says that there's a. It depends on how he worded it. If he said that it's yours only, so that my father could come and eat, so that means it's not really yours, and that's not going to work. But if he says it's yours, so that my father should be able to eat, it's not only so that. So it's like a little more not as not as clear. Um, So it's up to you. Basically, he's leaving it up to him, so then that would be acceptable. That's version A of of, uh, Ravi. (laughs) Version B of Ravi is that even the second case is also not acceptable. And the reason why is because the meal is the proof. He's trying to reconcile with his father by having him eat, enjoy a meal that's really coming from him, that's how you win him over. It's like kind of like a bribery, whatever. And uh, that's the biggest proof. So that took us to se- a second story. There was a fellow who had a son that wasn't, wasn't, a good, wasn't a good boy. He was a troublemaker. He would steal things. And he didn't want him to get his Yerusha. So he said, my son can't benefit. <coughs> from him. He didn't want him to eat. inherit him. Because he was a bad kid, he would, yeah. he was still—he was a robber. So what happened? The 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 friends of the father said, "Wait a second, you know maybe your kids can be bad, but what if your kids' sons are good? Don't you want them to be able to benefit from you?" And he says, "You know what? Here, you hold on to this, then, and, and if my son, my son's son turns out to be a, a, a rabbinical student, a mensh, then your tzur v'mirabanan." so then you'll give them the money, okay um and the question was, is that a good Kenyan or not? Does that work so Pudisai says not good because it 's a Kinyin, says no good um, and Rav Nachman says it is good um because we do that all the time in all in all manners of uh you know the, whenever we want to show something or do a kinyan. we do what's called a Kenyan suder. How does that work, a Kenyan suder? <coughs> I give you a handkerchief, you pick up the handkerchief, and then that makes the kinyan, and then you give it back to me afterwards. So it's a am giving it to you with understanding that you're going to give it back afterwards. Rabbis use a pen, right? They say, here, pick up this pen, and that means that you're obligating yourself, and then you know, then you give it back to me, or whatever it is, and um, uh, so you, you see, I get it back. So it's still good, even though I get it back. That's what Rav Nachman's proof is. So on that, Rav Ashi says, that's not a proof, because maybe if he, you know, if he would keep it, he could keep it. You know? if the guy decides that I want to walk off with the pen, he could walk off with the pen. You follow? Does he need to give it back is the question. So that's the discussion. It's not necessarily clear. Anyway, um, um, and there is another difference. That was one difference. Ravashi says there is a <coughs> second difference. Is that by the case of the sudar that we do allow, that's the kenyan is happening now, um, and um, and then okay, and then afterwards you give it back after he made a kenyan with it, but over there you kind of like you are not really giving it to this third party until right before he sees that this kid is. In fact, uh, a good boy, you know, well behaved and deserves the, something, the grandson. And then he picks it up and acquires it then to give. That's like much later, maybe that's worse. And that was the question on Rav Nachman from Ravashi. Okay. So Rabbah then said to Rav Nachman, <coughs> How do you understand the case of Manas Bishoran? Isn't that our case in the Mishnah? Exactly that it was a Kinyam Nathalaknos, and we said it's no good. So he gave two answers. He says that one answer that Rev Nachman gave is that there's a reason. Because in the case of Manas Beskorn, the gift was clear from the meal that what his intent was and that he actually did not really want it to belong to the to that other person at all. And that's why it's worse than here. Here I'm giving to, to actually make a kinyan. Like kind of what we do by a lulav, I even though I expect the lulav back afterwards, but I'm giving it to you that it should be yours so you can do the mitzvah with it. That's what. That that is the purpose that I'm wanting to accomplish. That you should have it for for some for to do something with. That's different than that. That's one thing. Second, uh, no another explanation that he would say is that uh, it's going like that. It's that that just like we find like Rebbe, by Rabbi that we're more machmer when it comes to Nadorim because even things that normally people would just let slide is prohibited by a vow. What is that example? It'll be said, example. Normally, people don't mind if somebody walks on their yard. Normally, a guy walks through. I, I don't make a big deal, usually, not always, usually. And um, but when it comes to, if, but if you make a prohibition of a vow. So then that means no, I'm not doing things that, are even things that you normally let slide are now prohibited. So, um, so you see that there's a higher uh, sensitivity when it comes to uh, mudra noah, things that are normally allowed are not allowed. So the same thing um, by mudra noah that we also are more machmer, the same thing. And that's why um, 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 Okay, so that's the story. Um, so then, the Gemara brought down, and the last thing is that the Chacham said that any, it made a general statement. Anytime you have a gift, that if you made it hagdish, it's um, it will be Hekdesh. Uh, it, it, uh, that uh, that it's not that if they that they can make it hagdish, so then that's not a real gift. If you can't, if they can't make it hagdish, that's a, that's a sign that it was never really theirs. That's the point. Um, so what is the oh is there a call is it coming to include even this case where it's a and the guy can't um, can't make it so isn't that a good proof so the gemara says no, no. that's coming on the, what is coming for uh, the, is the next case is the case that we is the other case that we saw with Rapa the two versions one is where he says I'm giving it to you so only so that my father could come eat the meal I'm giving it to you so that my father eat the meal both of those cases, that's what the extra call is coming to be. But anyway, that was the end of that Perak, Perak Hashutfim, and that brings us up to today's talk. One second.